You're listening to a 95 BFM podcast. Any friends, etc., spending more than 30 minutes at the dwelling will need to pay rent. It's a room of one's own with Auckland Renters Advocate Celine on 95 BFM. Kia ora, Celine. How are you going this morning? Kia ora, not too bad. I find myself dancing to that more and more each time. So jazzy. <laughs> <laughs> the little ad lib is so sad, but it's so just sad, so fun. So fun. Yeah. I love it. What should I think about? Said you were attending graduations yesterday in the beautiful sun. I was, I was, so I can't, I can't complain too much. But that might be why my voice doesn't sound great today. <laughs> hey. Fooled me. Well, Sounds the good. listeners have been texting in for your advice. Um, it seems it never ceases. So we'll just hop right into it. Our first question is: I have to move out of our flat early, and I'm the head tenant. Our landlord has charged us $100 specifically to change the head tenant in the flat to our other flatmate. Is that normal? Okay, as I usually say, um, it, there's, it doesn't, I don't have a clear, clear answer because mm. I think it's one of those things that um, you're not meant to charge a letting fee anymore, so right. you're not meant to be being charged when you kind of get a new flat, etc. Mm. But there's often this kind of idea that you will uh, pay to, I guess, smooth that process for the landlord, yeah. but I don't know if that's allowed but it also kind of feels like it's not not allowed so Mm -hmm. the only evidence I can really find is that cost must be reasonable okay if that was something that happened but in general now as well um this is often seen as a as a kind of an assignment of a tenancy so you're you're moving the tenancy on to someone else Mm. um and that is kind of discouraged now if you have a periodic you're kind of mm. encouraged just to end the tenancy right. and start a new one with mm. a new tenant on it. So okay. it's it's one of these really contextual situations. Um, maybe also call tenancy services, see if that's okay. But I've definitely heard about it happening. Mm. But I don't know if it's... Uh, I don't think it's necessarily something that you should expect. One of those no, gray one of those areas gray again. areas, absolutely. Yeah, like the hundred dollars seems quite arbitrarily plucked. Exactly, which I think it is. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. It's a gig. Hello, what else we got? We had a question saying we have a flat inspection and they keep changing the time. How far out do they have to confirm that date for a flat inspection? Okay, so again, flat inspections are one of those. Um, kind of ones that has bounds around it, has specific guidelines. So they need to, the flat inspection needs to be between 8 a.m. and 7 p.m. Okay. Um, and they can't let you know more than 14, 14 days in advance. So oh. they can't book it in too early. Okay. But you have to know before 48 hours. Right. right. So it's kind of that 48-hour point, I guess. Mm. And I could imagine that then maybe they could keep shifting the time a little bit, but you yeah. have an idea. And I don't think that's so Okay, no. so you could argue that forty-eight hours need to know exactly the time. That's kind of that. Yeah, I mean, you're not. You have a job, like exactly. Or usually, things to do. Yeah, you've got things to do. So if they are kind of setting it in, setting the flat inspection time before forty-eight hours, and then changing it within that period in a way that's stressful for you, you can again argue using that thing around quiet enjoyment. So if you're having mm-hmm. to change your plans again because of this. Even if it's like not necessarily they're setting the time in the 48 hours, but they're shifting, that mm. might be useful. Quiet enjoyment is a good little clause. It is a good clause. It's all we got. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> we, we can only quietly in enjoy. That's yeah. all we have. Um, our last question is our hot water cylinder runs out super fast. Are there any stipulations around how much water is meant to be provided or like what is sufficient for a tenant? 
Yeah, that's interesting. And I don't, unless it's been added really recently, I don't know that there is any right. stipulation around that, um, which is a pity, really. Yeah. Um, so there is definitely, uh, landlords must provide the property with um, a way to heat water and mm-hmm. a way to cook food. Yeah. So there must be hot water. But it doesn't really talk about how much there needs to be. Yeah. But again, it's I think to it's quantify. difficult to quantify. But I think it's one of those things where it's it's in everyone's best interest. That doesn't seem reasonable to me at all. Mm. I would be having a conversation about that. There also yeah. may be, um, maybe your kind of uh, local body council might be useful and that they might have a particular... Um, guideline around that as well in terms of housing that it might be distinct yeah Yeah. have a little geese at the bylaws yeah i think that's worth a try always fun to do check check like what is reasonable for the amount of people in your flat and yeah maybe some evidence from from that maybe i'll have a geese at the bylaws and chuck it in the podcast maybe i'll do that just for the listeners (laughs) now that you've said it you have to do it yeah that's very kind all right okay i'll give it a go uh thank you celine no problem thank you so much for joining us um, that was a room of one's own. A plague on both your investment houses. That was a room of one's own with Auckland Renters Advocate, Celine. That was a 95BFM podcast. Support 95BFM with a B-card. Go to 95BFM.com slash sign up.